It's the battle for the belt. Let's preview Sunbelt Week 10. You are locked on Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Uh, let's look ahead to uh, week 10. Uh, we got a big matchup on a Thursday night. Uh, we got a big matchup in Atlanta. And ODU hosting a big matchup. What happens if ODU ends up winning? Uh, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. All right, did I, I did well? Little little three-team parlay over the uh, over the weekend. Who'd we have? We had uh Oregon, we had Oklahoma State, and we had the Lions. And we ended up winning. So that was a, that's a good a weekend. All right. Uh, in my book. All right. Let's talk about this battle for the belt. Oddly enough, this, this line has gone down. This line opened up at um, six. In some places, it's down to five and a half and five. Of course, we're talking about Troy and South Alabama. And the thing we don't know yet is Carter Bradley. And I don't know if Troy's got anybody hurt, like Gunnar Watson or Kamani Vidal. But if Carter Bradley is shaken up and he tweaked himself on the last potential possible play that the Jaguars had a two point conversion, trying to make the score 33, 22 uh, with 16 seconds left to go. Not sure how bright that move was. I was even thinking you take the starters out. I didn't even like Colin Lacey returning the punt with a minute 33 to go and Carter Bradley's in there. And I just, I didn't understand it, but then, Put in the backups. All right. But Troy, six and two, three and one overall. I'm sorry, six and two overall, three and one in the Sun Belt. Uh, South Alabama, four and four, two and two in the Sun Belt. South Alabama's getting up there to be the one of the more disappointing teams on the season, period. Not only disappointing in the Sun Belt, but disappointing on the season. Again, I was the one sitting here thinking at one point in time, the over and under was seven and a half. Well, I didn't get it till eight, so I ain't winning that one. I mean, I didn't think they were going to, I thought they were going to win 10 or more. I really did. They are as befuddling as as a team in the conference uh, this year. Troy, on the other hand, they got off to a slow start defensively, uh, giving up a bunch of points in the first two ball games, which included K State, and K State's pretty good, right? They gave up forty eight, or they gave up thirty points to Stephen F. Austin, and they gave up forty two points to Kansas State. The turning point came about a week later. In fact, the next two weeks, uh, they only gave up 16 points to James Madison. Should be noted, uh, James Madison was still working out around uh, Jordan McLeod taking over for quarterback. Uh, he was only in his third ball game. And uh, Western Kentucky and uh, South Alabama knows all about Austin Reed and the Hilltoppers, and they held them to 24 points. And then seven to Georgia State, and then three to Arkansas State, and then nothing to Army, and then 13 to Texas State. South Alabama had all kinds of issues moving the ball against the Cajuns. And I followed the Cajuns, and they're pretty good. Uh, they got uh, banged up pretty good defensively. Um, 
Cortland Flowers had to leave the ball game. He got banged up twice. <laughs> uh, Casey Osai. Um, they weren't even playing with Tyler Gidley. Uh, Tyler, uh, Tyler Gidry. Uh, another outside linebacker. Um, he didn't. Even, he didn't even play. And South Alabama couldn't move the ball at home against the Cajuns. They got blanked in the first half. This is a team that scored 110 points in the two previous weeks. And they came up, I believe the official term is bupkis in the first half. Now they're going at Troy. And last year, it should be noted, at home they scored six points. And that's not a, a should have won that ball game. They could have won that ball game, right? They had a throwback to the tight end called a holding in there somewhere. No one really saw it. And then uh, a throw to Devin Boyson for a touchdown was overruled on replay. And then they tried the same play again to Boyson and uh, Bradley overshot. Him. So they didn't have a whole lot of opportunities in that ball game. Kicked a couple of field goals and just could not get on the board. And they were, I think, the second leading scoring team in the conference last year. And this, this is a five and a half, five point ball game. I mean, I think Troy, I don't think it's going to be very close. I think Troy is going to win this ball game pretty handily. Uh, what John Summerall has done has been really impressive. Um, I would say, and he'd probably agree, that replacing Carlton Marshall is probably easier said than done, even if you have guys that have played before and have a little bit of experience. Uh, and you got to give it up to Gunnar Watson. Gunnar Watson has, you know, absolutely improved tremendously let me see let's see what his numbers are let's see what his numbers are because i mean he's got he has a 400 yard game <laughs> a 400 yard game or 393 last week but that's pretty good let's see what let's see what gunner is doing this year compared to last uh, completion percentage is about the same uh he has he had 2,800 yards last year. He's got 2,158 this year. So he's about 650 behind. Still has four games left. Probably five and maybe six. So he's going to break that. Average per attempt is about the same. Last year he threw 14 touchdowns. Already has 14 touchdowns this year. But here's the key. Last year he threw 12 interceptions. This year he's got four. That's outstanding. This year's got four. I would tell you what the rating is. I'll tell you what the rating is. I don't understand the rating, but I'll tell you what the rating is. Last year's rating was 138.8. This year, it's 149.2. That's probably the difference between 12 and four interceptions. All right. So, um, still has four more ball games. So, he probably, th or six more games, potentially. So, he may throw a few more interceptions, but he's also going to throw a few more touchdowns. So this year, the difference between Troy this year and Troy last is they don't have to rely completely on the defense. Having said that, uh, the defense is pretty good. What do we say they gave up? 7-3-0 and 13? <laughs> is that what it is? In the last four ball games? Yeah. They've given up 23 points in the last four ball games. I'll be impressed if South Alabama gets to the 20s. I will. We'll see if South Alabama can bounce back. Um, it's on ESPN2. It's national TV. It's a big rivalry. It's a short week. Let's see what South Alabama is made of. All right. And it's important to know 
you know, if Carter Bradley's going to play or not. We did not find out on Monday, basically Craig Stevenson, AL.com reporting that uh, Kane Womack says, is Carter Bradley going to play? We'll find out Thursday. So it's going to be close to the vest. I presume Desmond Trotter is the backup to begin with, or maybe they go to Gio Lopez. All right. Desmond Trotter's got the experience. Gio may have the ability. All right. Uh, so I don't happen to think this game is going to be very close. And then I basically been wrong about South Alabama all year. So take that with a grain of salt. Uh, I think Troy's going to have their way with the Jaguars. Okay. All right. Let's take a time out. Uh, Georgia state looking to redeem themselves and they have to do it against JMU, but what an opportunity for, uh, the Panthers, that's for sure. Let's tell you about FanDuel. Yeah. All right, I got another game we can talk about uh, as well that I like. All right, score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's the wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. All right, so if you're a new customer and you haven't gotten on, and a money line is you're just betting on who is going to win the ball game. So you can take a, you know, a, a relatively easy favorite, although I don't know, you know, Kansas City looked like an easy favorite last week. Uh, and they lost to the Broncos. So you can take someone who you think is going to win, just not you don't know by how much, and do that at five bucks. And you may not win a lot on that line, but you'll get $150 in bonus bets. It's that easy. Uh, I do like Troy a lot this week. Five, that keeps on going down. Jeez. And as soon as they, if they do announce Carter Bradley not playing, then you're going to be late by the time you get to the line. And... I like Liberty 17 against a latte. Those would be my two picks that I am going to play uh, this week. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. Uh, Georgia State had a tough ball game against Georgia Southern. Uh, Panthers would say they, you know, Panther fans would say they didn't show up. Uh, Georgia Southern got off to a great start, and that's not, uh, the Darren Granger that we've seen all season long. That has not been the improvement that we've seen uh, all season long from uh, Georgia State, either defensively, offensively. Uh, Marcus Carroll ran it pretty well, but really didn't get a whole lot from Darren Granger or the Georgia State defense, for that fact of the matter. Didn't get a whole lot from the Georgia State defense to give their offense a chance. Now they have a chance to redeem themselves. Now they're taking on JMU at home. And it feels like, I don't, is the pressure starting to get to JMU? That's the question. All right. And again, we've noted this, right? Shane Metlin did it before, and we've reiterated what he said. All the noise you're hearing around JMU uh, and, and the JMU podcast today um, had the attorney general on from Virginia, and that's pretty cool that they, they got him. Um, so it's other people talking about this as far as jmu is concerned it kind of is what it is we 
signed an agreement. We asked for a waiver. We were denied the waiver. They haven't done anything officially yet. They got a lot of other people, the ESPNs of the world, the bloggers of the world, the Twitter handles of the world going at it. So now JMU has this all this pressure to be this undefeated team that needs to play in the Sunbelt Championship and go to a New Year's Six Day Bowl, right? And they had this huge matchup with ODU where they are the number one team in the nation, JMU is, in sacking the quarterback. Old Dominion is one of the worst teams in the nation trying to protect the quarterback. Sure, they had some sacks, but it was a more than a 20-point line, and JMU didn't come, come close to covering it. ODU, again, sh- could have won the ballgame. I don't know about should have won the ballgame. When it counted, JMU got the job done defensively. The, the goal line stand was with 11 minutes left, first and goal on the JMU four, and uh, ODU has to settle for a field goal instead of getting the go-ahead touchdown. Uh, and they never really threatened to score the tying touchdown either. So um, this is an opportunity for Georgia State to maybe see if James Madison can handle the pressure. This is also on ESPN2. We got more. I mean, the battle for the battle on Thursdays for on ESPN2. James Madison, Georgia State on ESPN2. And Marshall and App State are on uh, the NFL Network. So more national television television audiences for uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, I think Georgia State's going to win this. Georgia State is a five-and-a-half-point underdog at home. Georgia State's lost to Georgia Southern, and they've lost to Troy. They did lose to Troy at home, and a turnover was a big part of that ballgame. Let's see if James Madison can deal with the pressure that comes with everyone trying to push you into the Sunbelt Championship and get you into that bowl game. Uh, I know that's a lot of, quote, noise, or as some people would say, rat poison. But I also think that there is some pressure that is going with it. Uh, It was homecoming, and James Madison got a win. It's a nice win, staying undefeated. They went up in the polls. I was kind of surprised they went up in the polls. I thought they were going to go down. I thought they were going to go down. They actually went up from 25 to 23 in the AP, and... Uh, what are they, 24th in the coaches poll? I thought they were going to go down since they snuck out with a win uh, as a 20-point favorite. But I, I'm a little bit surprised that JMU is a five-and-a-half-point favorite in this one. It would have been a little bit closer or a small Georgia State favorite. It'll be interesting to see. Again, this is a great matchup with – this will be a tremendous matchup with the running of Georgia State and Darren Granger against the James Madison uh, defense, which um, did give up a little bit of running to uh, ODU. Remember, they were giving up less than 40 yards a ball game. Now they're closer to 50. All right, Georgia State runs for almost 200 yards at a clip, 191. And Marcus Carroll has over 1,000 yards on the season and 12 touchdowns. So it's a really good matchup. The JMU rush defense versus the Georgia State uh, rushing attack. Um, that attack, Marcus Carroll had a pretty good ball game. It wasn't it wasn't really empty cal- uh, carries or uh, you know, you know yards. They just couldn't get anything else going is the problem. Like Marcus was the whole... Uh, let's see here. Marcus was the whole offense. I pressed the wrong game. 
Marcus was the whole offense was the problem in that ball game for uh, Georgia State. Yeah, Granger only had 157 yards in the air. Uh, Carroll ran for 208 yards and two touchdowns. Um, and he did what he could. Uh, but a, really, a 17-point second quarter put the ball game away. It was 10-7 at the end of one. And then all of a sudden, you're going into half, and you're down 27-7. That's kind of the ball game. You had a little bit of a chance to get in there. There are a couple of turnovers from Georgia Southern, but you couldn't take advantage of it. And Georgia, uh, Georgia Southern ran away with the game 44-27. I think Georgia State's going to win this ball game. I do. I think Georgia State's going to pull this one out. They're going to rebound. They get a little bit extra time uh, to get ready with that ball game last week. Uh, I also on a Thursday, uh, so they get a little bit of time. Uh, see if Darren Granger can bounce back. He's had a great season. Jordan McLeod did not have a great game against uh, ODU. Did throw, I think, a couple of interceptions. Let me see what he did. He threw two interceptions. Did have well, he did have three touchdowns, two interceptions. Did throw for three hundred forty yards. And remember, Jordan McLeod was not the starting quarterback of this team when uh, the season started. It didn't take him long to get in there. Uh, and he's played very well. 18 touchdowns, six interceptions. He's been very, uh, very good for uh, JMU. I'm going to call for the upset. And it, it's, it's a legit upset, right? Georgia State, although at home, is the underdog by basically a touchdown. Not the touchdown, an extra point, but five and a half. Is basically the six-point touchdown. So I'm going to take a Georgia State uh, in this one. I'm going to pick them. Probably not going to use FanDuel on that one. But I will pick uh, Georgia State in uh, that one. All right. Let's take another timeout. All right. When we get back, what about these Ricky Ronnie ODU Monarchs? Almost beating JMU and homecoming. Could have beaten them. I don't know about should have. But could have beaten ODU. And now they're getting Coastal, who's coming off. Maybe one of the more shocking ball games of the season. No Grace to McCall, blowout Marshall, 34 to 6. Wow. All right, let's tell you about eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easier to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay. Guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt. Your team every day. Uh, we have done the battle for the belt. Troy in South Alabama. Georgia State hosting JMU. And ODU hosting Coastal Carolina. I'm going to guess... I, I don't know if, if Grayson McCall is playing yet. We could look that up. Um, I'm going to presume he is playing. And I'm going to say Coastal is a two-point favorite. Let's see if we got that close to correct. Small favorite for Coastal. Uh, One-point favorite. I was not, that's not bad. That's not bad. That's pretty close. All right. Well, let's see uh, what we got here. Let's do a little uh, 
Grayson McCall search. See if he is going to play. Again, we did see him take a picture uh, with somebody after the game in a game that he did not play. Um, so that was good to see. He wasn't even dressed. Um, let's see here. It does not. No, nope. well, let's do a Google search. Let's do a Google search. All right, Grayson McCall. See if he is going to play. I went to Twitter. <laughs> I don't want Grayson McCall Twitter. I want Grayson McCall. All right, there we go. Now, it, like a few days ago, it says, is Grayson McCall's career over? This is, oh, this is updated today. And of course, I need to subscribe. All right. So he may, let's see here. Um, following Coastal Carolina's 34 to 6 win over Marshall, head coach was asked if McCall would suit up again for the Chanticleers. Beck said McCall was still not clear to play football after exiting Coastal Carolina's win against Arkansas State on a stretcher filming it. Following a helmet to helmet hit, he's good. He's okay. I don't know if he'll return. My gut, probably not. Okay. So it's Jared Guest. All right. We're hoping that Grayson is okay. Um, and has a shot to play uh, professionally. Uh, good to know that he's upright and, you know, on the sideline with his teammates. All right, so now ODU is playing against Jared Guest and uh, the backup quarterback. Um, Coastal's 5-3, and 3-2 three, three and two in the conference. At one point in time, 1-2 and two in the conference. ODU is 4-4. Four and four. They're 3-2 and two in uh, the conference. All right, both those teams would need help. Uh, as it turns out, Coastal Carolina has lost to the two teams right in front of them, Georgia Southern and Georgia State. Uh, Old Dominion, let's see. Uh, they just lost to JMU, and they've lost to Marshall. So they actually, uh, I mean, this is quite the gauntlet. We went over this. Coastal Carolina, Liberty, Georgia Southern, and Georgia State. So ODU still has a shot at winning the division. If somehow they can take care of Coastal Carolina, I wouldn't say the Liberty game doesn't matter, <laughs> but not to win the East, it doesn't. It does not matter. It, it won't matter what they do against Liberty or not. And now I'm thinking of car insurance. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so somehow uh, the James Madison, Madison thing doesn't matter. Um, Georgia State and Georgia Southern have already played each other. Georgia State lost. So they're going to need Old Dominion. Well, Old Dominion plays both these teams. So they need somebody to beat James Madison. They don't have to worry about anything else. If they win out, Old Dominion is your division champion. One of those, they control their own destiny deals. But they have to be Coastal Carolina to set that up. It's going to be tough to do it if you uh, if you have three losses. If you have two losses, then you're in good shape because if you beat Georgia Southern, you'll have the same record. And then you win the tiebreaker. So ODU, just like Arkansas State taking on the Cajuns, ODU is in the thick of this race in the East. They have to take care of business against Coastal Carolina. I'd say that sounds easier without Grayson McCall, but Coastal embarrassed Marshall 
34 to six. Now Marshall turned the ball over four times. So these stats, let's see what these stats are. Cause these stats may be a little bit, you know, disingenuous, but they're not. They still had 427 yards of offense. That's a lot. Jared guest on 20 attempts and 14 completions threw for 282 yards. That's great. Three touchdowns, one interception. They still rushed for 145 yards. So Coastal didn't seem to miss a beat without Grayson McCall. And they held Rasheen Ali to 12 carries on 52 yards. Now, what are they going to do against ODU? Uh, And what can ODU do against them? Let's check out the matchups really quickly. All right. Uh, Coastal, about 80 more yards of offense. Uh, They pass it for about 80 more yards. That's where it is. They're even on the ground. Both of them about 155, if we average it out. 155 on uh, the ground. Yards allowed is also about even. (laughs) Coastal Carolina, 286. ODU, 282. And it's about the same. 245, 250 in the air. About 130, 140 on the ground. So the big difference is the passing yards, can ODU, what can ODU do to slow down Coastal Carolina's passing game, all right? And can uh, Callaway get it going again for ODU, all right? Uh, Grant Wilson, 10 touchdowns, five interceptions. Had a nice ball game against uh, JMU. Can he do it against Coastal Carolina? And that will probably be against Jared Best, all right? What's, again, that line? I'm picking ODU. I'm going ODU is going to win this game at home. Last week, I think I went with the road teams to cover. This week, I'm going with uh, the home teams to cover, right? I got Troy. I got Georgia State. And I got ODU. Basically, ODU is going to win. (laughs) I also did say Georgia State's going to win. So that means they're going to cover. And I don't think that Troy-South Alabama game is going to be very close. Uh, They have not shown me what I was expecting uh, this year. So uh, we will uh, preview the rest of the Sun Belt later on in the week. See if I can get a guest for battle for uh, the belt. Uh, maybe the voice will join us from uh, lovely Troy, uh, Alabama. All right. Uh, thanks so much for continuing to support the channel. Probably should say this early on if you're not watching it all the way through. Uh, we're getting closer to 800. All right. The goal was, you know, back in the day, a thousand by uh, Halloween. We did not reach that. Now, now I'm just hoping for a thousand by the end of the year. It'd be nice to be a thousand by the Sunbelt Championship, but now it'd be nice to be, you know, get a thousand um, by the end of 2023. Or if we do it, it, you know, if we get it by the Sunbelt Championship, that's about a year of the of the podcast. So that's pretty good. Uh, downloads are still pretty good. Uh, basically, October, match September. I know there's an extra day, but uh, do appreciate that wherever you get wherever you get your podcasts from. Just search Locked On Sunbelt and you should be able to find us. If you are using Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. It is a big help. All right, we'll preview more of Week 10 uh, later on this week. Once again, I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and you've been watching and listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.